2: Hello and welcome to the 127th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida.
0: Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis trying to get my cat to talk.
1: (laughs) Uh, This is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts. How's it going this week, guys? Guys, things... I'm pretty good. Things,
2: I feel like a million bucks. I know you may be looking (laughs) at me right now going, Tim, why do you look so tired and, and exasperated? And let me tell you why. It was because today was the Florida State Gravel Championships.
1: Oh, man. And
2: I gave it my all.
1: That'll take Um, it out of you, yeah.
2: I went really hard. I grounded some gravel. I was eighth place across the finish line.
1: 17 at the
2: rollout. Um, Wait, what? (laughs) I mean, when we say it was the official state gravel championships, it was like the official for the people that were on the website. Right. At the time that we decided that the permit mm-hmm. was pulled.
0: That's how it works kind of for all. And of these I got things. dropped
2: maybe 20 miles away from the finish, but I persevered. Mm-hmm. I I continued on. How long, was, very- how long was this gravel fondo that you did? 60 miles. Sixty
1: miles. Okay.
2: Yes. All right. It was like a decent distance. And I will say this, guys. You know, is that there's think- some pretty good gravel here in north in central Florida called Lake Apopka. And there's a good 40 to 50. 40 mile loop that is uh, just gravel and then you gotta do a little bit of road stuff and lots mm-hmm. of things happen on the ride I'd be happy to tell you about them if you care what uh, happened on this ride so we're going up a climb called the wall which <laughs> okay. really isn't that bad <laughs>
1: yeah. and as
2: we're going up the wall all it's no a a triathlete, no a triathlete in full extensions comes screaming by us buzzes me like buzzes oh. me as oh. he's climbing up the climb wow. and I'm like oh that's a little weird triathlete back to the rest of the group. Cause there's like 17 of us going up the climb. Uh-huh. And then we of course naturally catch the guy, maybe like three miles down the road. Mm-hmm. And he was very embarrassed. He was in his tri extensions and we went by him like riders on your left. And then my buddy goes, <laughs> my buddy looks over at him and goes, Hey, what size tires are you riding? And the guy goes 700 by 23, like yelling it out loud. Like huh. we care. <laughs> and then we just kept riding by and then we were like who do you think he got the joke of why we asked what tires but my buddy totally crushed it because right now that guy is sitting there that triathlete's going why did he ask me the size they had wider tires and then now he's descending
1: now he's like uh, well he's probably crunching the numbers and he's looking and he's finding that the aerodynamics really don't make a difference and he should ride 25s for a, a more, yeah. ride, uh, for more no supple loss. ride for no loss yeah and then, well, uh, if I you guys maybe... believe
0: fellow news, you should be riding clinchers because that's supposedly <laughs> what Tony Martin was riding because yeah. they're so much faster. Suddenly, so, well, to, I was
1: I was riding a clinchers that today. Company
0: to sell you clinchers probably. Well, so yeah, I, I was thought, riding clinchers.
1: Today. I thought the joke you were going for, Tim, or that your friend was going for, was uh, six fifty versus seven
2: hundred. <laughs> that would have been nice. Um, <laughs> that would have been six fifties. Wait, was he on a Quintana Roo? No, he was not on a he was not yeah, on a Quintana Roo. I
1: figure, I th- I feel like every triathlete's on Cervelo now. I don't think there is any other.
2: Have you seen the new? Well, the Kona bike count came out, mm-hmm. and Cervelo crushed it. Have you seen the new Cervelo tri bike?
1: Yeah, no. and then I I got done vomiting into the bucket that was next to me <laughs> for five minutes straight, and I looked at it Wait. again, and I passed out. I gotta and look this up. Then, I saw a
0: Diamondback tri bike that made it, me vomit. It, it looks so really, really, Travelo, really similar. Cervelo PX Five. Oh, is this the fucking the wing? It's, it, we're, we're, we're kicking it old school.
1: It, no, oh. it looks a lot like that Diamondback. I know I what mean, you're it's about. like a beam bike more. Or yeah, or. yeah, yeah. But I will say this: I've seen
2: one in person, and as much as I want to be like, "Oh, it looks cool," what's weird about it is that there's a lot of storage on this bike.
0: Yeah, you So anybody have like
2: you got the storage on the top tube, like right behind the stem, like that mm-hmm. like oh this is where I'm going to put my goo packets. Mm-hmm. And then you got the whole like oh this is where I'm going to put my extra tube and water bottle and everything on the kind of down tube area, motorcycle giant mm-hmm. bottom bracket area. Cervélo Px5, crushing it in speed. I bet you it's the fastest bike that's out there without a doubt. It's pretty amazing to see one in person. But but if anybody ever showed up on it on a group ride i would probably turn around and go the other way
0: well you just shouldn't ride tri-bikes on group rides i
1: think no, that's uh, that's true like so i agree tri-bike. so
2: when this triathlete overtook us today on the florida state gravel championships it was a little weird because it was in full extensions and i do not have very much respect for people that are in full extensions
0: on a group ride i think it does not take other well, people. Well, this dude he wasn't was on himself. the group ride. Yeah. yeah, you just you passed him, and he passed you. Wait, does he have to like turn away if he sees a group ride? He Whoop. should have said on your left. That's,
1: uh, all that's true. Did he integrate with like, like your group for a me. while?
2: No, he, he buzzed me on the no because like he passed us up the uphill. Yeah. but he buzzed me on the yellow line. In that it was a weird enough situation that I was like, whoa, what was that? And he was, you know, we didn't know he was coming
0: at all. <laughs> okay, that's a bird. A did, plane. He, no, did he? A did plane. he have
1: any numbers like written on his biceps? <laughs> he had a permanent tattoo on his cap. No, nice. I I hear you. It's just it was a
2: little weird. I was I mean, a little disappointed. I believe, disappointed.
1: You. I believe now, you're in the zone. You're crushing some gravel. You're really like yeah. you're dialed in. You got your 32s. You're well, running when 80 psi. You're just you're out there with your 46 tooth chainring, and then all of a sudden, some guy with an arrow bottle between his bars and a straw coming out just rides right <laughs> past you. I mean, that's got to take you out of your comfort zone. I, I understand. He
2: may, he may have had a straw on his bike. <laughs> I will say that there's two things that we were in discussion today on the ride.
1: Okay.
2: Someone in aero, on an aero bike, arrow bar extensions on a group ride, in those, it's not very considerate because they're not taking into consideration the safety of other riders on the ride with them. Yep. And also, individuals that ride a fixed gear bike on a group ride, Mm-hmm. It is not okay to do unless everybody else has a fixed gear bike. Agree. And I.
0: Wait, so you guys talking shit against out. me since I was the only one? I feel like when we used to do team group rides, that would. But show I think up that
2: this here's website. the deal, little guy. Is that a those were smaller rides? You weren't with forty or fifty people.
0: No, because that's I'm, not a group I, ride. That's that's like a a critical mass.
2: It is, but you and I like to go ride. Like, if the five of like five of us were going to go ride together, me, you, and Spencer, yeah. and a couple other teammates, like. You on a fixed gear isn't going to end the day because we know that you're like somewhat competent on riding a bike. I mean, not fully competent, but like you're not going to hurt us. And, yeah.
0: you know, I just. Not going to like run I'm into over the it. back of the other riders like at a rides. stoplight, like because hmm. I'm on a fixie. That's kind of right. your style, exactly. right?
2: That's me. I've been yeah. on group rides and individuals with the full fixed gear or worse, the full tri bike. Yeah. It's, it's not okay. Wait, worse? Is this yeah, a, the tri bike's worse.
1: Is this an official podcast stance that we're taking that a tri bike is worse than a fixed gear bike in general? On a
2: gear bike, yes, absolutely. Interesting. This is right next to whatever you want to take on the podium rule that, you know, we have to follow the lead. I saw another podium this weekend of someone bringing their kid up to the podium in second place. Not okay. Okay. Only if the first place person I mean, brings the kid up.
1: Yeah, I, I we, we established establish this that the first first place gets to decide kind of the you know the trickle down effect of the podium. Like if they bring something up, then it's okay to bring something up, including a baby. But a baby is the one where I like if second place brings it up. That I guess like I'm not gonna tell you to put your baby away. You know what I mean? Well, but, you so you so what constitutes a baby?
2: In what meaning like can they, a no, baby? like are, can they stand on their own or is it if they're being
0: held?
1: They need to be held
0: hell i make, mean if they can stand on their own and they just kind of walk walk their way over there what are you gonna do yeah, they walk a, over to their their mom or their dad on the podium and you're supposed to like pretend they're not there till the podium ceremony. i you gotta pick them up
1: they, or, they need your attention or you do one shot with the baby and, and then give the baby you know to somebody and, and you do one shot without the baby like you gotta do you gotta be considerate
0: or maybe you let the first place person as hold the baby a, as you a baby won, hold the baby
1: right as a baby owner you gotta think about the other people on your podium you know like oh man but maybe handing the baby up a step i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be good for the baby's self-esteem you know like Mm -hmm. hey i'm on the top step of the podium
0: you know so but you know there's kind of a culture of like handing on awards for nothing and what did this baby do that day that they deserve to be on the top step i mean their parents kind of suck they're not on the top step
1: they're definitely yeah terrible like second place is first loser we all know that
0: Yeah, that's that's the first thing you teach a kid. These uh, are all good I'm points. Pretty sure. I'm writing these down. Hold on. Yeah. Let me make some notes. Make some notes.
2: So I as I'm doing the gravel ride today.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. State
2: gravel championships, Still on I got this, dropped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I wanna to get to this. So I got dropped and the lead group was about two hundred yards
0: away from me. Oh man, did it split in the crosswinds? All I mean, like the it worlds?
2: was always out there and then I... like, you know, slowly it definitely grew up to like maybe 300. Like it was long, like you have to see, I mean, you can see for a while, right?
0: Yeah, I watched the video. They were definitely
2: clearly in front of me. Like I got dropped without a doubt. Sands just could not hang.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But then I eventually picked one of the riders up, right? Mm-hmm. But
0: you sprayed your water bottle in their face.
2: So as I get up to this guy, I'm like Okay, this is kind of weird, but I didn't know at that point if he was in our group or not. Okay, but what was really strange was I'm riding, and then he's on my wheel the entire time, but I didn't know he was on my wheel. So I did like I had to blow my nose, and so I blew my nose, and I was like turned around, kind of to do the you know farmer's ball. And there was a guy on my wheel. I it's like I picked up the hitchhiker, and I know we talked about this before. Yeah, if you are a rider. That is out there, and someone comes that's faster than you, that's on the front for a while, and you're behind them, you should announce that, like, hey, I'm just gonna, like, suck your wheel for a while. Because it's kind of weird when you're going for 15 miles and there's a guy on your wheel the entire time that's not pulling through. I'm
0: just saying, but you're like, doing a race. The races are different, so man. He doesn't have to say shit to you. The whole
2: time. This guy was not with us the whole time. He took a shortcut so, to get to this portion of the course, and then well, it's he jumped. Just
0: because he list. was late, because he had to teach his baby that the first rule is, "Don't be a loser." And he's like, "Shit, I'm yeah. late."
2: A nice guy. <laughs> I have no issues with this
0: gentleman. And at
2: the end, he was like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I can for you, but this is my last pull." Like, but there was a good fifteen miles so,
1: where he was on my wheel the so entire let's, time let's, as let's I'm get, chasing the group. Let's get to the away. crux of the matter here. The crux of the matter is. You guys got to the end, and he outsprinted you, didn't he?
2: No, no, <laughs> that's what no, this all boils a, down to. He was a gentleman. <laughs> he was a nice guy. Like he—he he was not going to try to overtake me to like the glory that is getting dropped and being the first one back into the group when everyone's waiting up for you. Mm-hmm. But it was a little weird that it's like little guy. We've talked about this. You're on the greenway riding along. If some yeah. guy comes up behind mm-hmm. you and just starts riding, are you going to be like, "Hey, what's up with this"?
0: No, I, that's weirder though than if you're on a gravel grind and somebody jumps on your wheel. You kind well, of expect that. Okay, regardless.
2: The rules are you should say, Hey, I'm not gonna be able to pull through. Thanks for the toe. Like you need to acknowledge I blew my nose on this guy, I felt kinda <laughs> bad. I, that that's
0: all I'm getting at it, right? I wouldn't I have I felt didn't know too he bad. Was there.
1: I think that's yeah, fair.
0: I think that's fair. He has to yeah. he has to know he's gotta look out for that kind of yeah. stuff.
1: <laughs> that's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. Right. That's cool. So you didn't get mad because you missed the split and then spray your water bottle at an arrival team.
2: No, it was all my fault that I missed the the split. Now tell me a little bit more. What, do you, what did Degenkolb do today that missed he the split? Got,
0: he missed the split at Worlds, and I guess he got mad. At, so we're talking uh, about
2: the disaster of Worlds that is Doha, Qatar.
0: Yeah, he got mad at a Belgian rider because they had all the fast guys in the front group. And he uh, at some point he like sprayed his water bottle on one of them, which was probably not a bad thing. That guy was probably like, "Yeah, great, please this spray more water on me because yeah. Cause we don't, yeah, we're out of water bottles and like I'm really I'm so too hot."
1: He, a couple he things had about that. this. got
0: Wait, one thing: Sorry. he got dropped, and Kittle abandoned and cried. So Germany, not so good. Day. Okay, not so, hot. so we're talking about the World Championships, right? Yep, the men's event today. East.
2: Couple of things. In the East. One is it was what ninety five degrees during the race today. I don't know. Probably it's at not least. that hot. It's really not. Th- that's Florida yeah, weather with the humidity. Hot, like whatever. Man. I don't want to hear about it. Learned how to train. So nobody <clears throat> so cares wait. about
1: the heat. Well, they so did do. shorten the, the race. Does the um does the Florida racing season go straight through the summer then? Yes, it does. I don't think that's true. Does that, oh, true? Really? Do you that live it here? sounds like it's not true? No, but you're always telling
0: us how it's like, oh, it's July, so I don't so have any bike racing calendar.
1: Just Here's shuts off for three months. Uh
2: huh. I don't know what happened at the race. All I know is I was reading on Twitter the updates of what happened. Looks like Peter Sagan won the okay. men's race today.
0: So all you do know is the facts. Anyone
2: over Cavendish? Anyone over. um... Oh, well, some guy,
0: some really nice. beautiful, dude.
1: tall man with no hair, Oh, with like I think
0: tattoos so, and yeah. So okay, can can Sagan we just
1: can we just stop and uh, just appreciate that podium for just a minute? Oh, that is a shit. popular podium. That isn't is a it? really good podium. That's a rock circle. Oh star my god! We so were in the first we place. Were you have
0: Peter Sagan, back so to back world champion, to Matthews being on that podium.
1: I know, wow. like so, the the biggest win of the day is that Matthews is fourth place. Like, Tom Boonin <laughs> Tom should get some sort of award simply for that. Like, well, you they took they, it to the they line. They gave him a bronze medal. Yeah. Well, something in addition, you know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah, here's, yeah. The, here's the keeping Matthews off the podium award. <laughs> it's $100,000. So,
2: so Sagan takes the win. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back yep. victory, right?
1: Yes. Which yes. is so exciting. That doesn't who who was happen was the last often.
2: Back-to-back champion. Paolo yeah, big yeah, 5
1: or no
2: 0-6-0-7, yeah. The,
0: yeah.
1: the cricket
2: won oh six oh seven, and now you have Peter Sagan taking the win over Cavendish and Tom Boonen in Qatar, mm. and that's a glorious podium without a doubt. Now the only update I read was that Peter Sagan won because Cavendish got held up behind Michael Matthews
0: mm. in the sprint. Like kind of, but not awesome really, Cavendish the win I don't think that's if i the way I watched it, it looked like Cavendish made a choice. He could have followed Blythe, his teammate, and followed Blythe's lead out, and he decided I want to go with Sagan, and he followed the Sagan side, but then Sagan zipped around people, and Cavendish had to go up the middle and kind of screwed it up.
1: I saw the the quote from Sagan uh as he was he was going between uh Nizzolo and the barriers, and he was like. I didn't know what was going to happen, but if Nizolo drifted at all t- to the side, like we were just going to crash because I wasn't hitting the brakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, there was
0: no touch on the brakes.
1: Yeah, it was just I, one of those kind of sprints, so and it worked I didn't out really way.
2: look at the course much. Was it flat the entire time, Spencer?
0: I think. So,
1: yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I only saw really the finish, um, which was maybe slightly uphill, like not really a hill, but like a false flat. You know? Yeah.
2: Okay i was just a little curious now
1: it was windy i mean it broke into echelons that that is what made the race pretty cool so naturally i didn't
2: know that i I just i didn't know greg lamond won the world championship twice yeah 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 i thought he only won it once
1: anyways sorry
2: i was a little i just saw that on results
1: yeah
2: that's pretty impressive
1: yeah, he's maybe uh, maybe America's greatest bike racer. You know? Yeah, Lance Armstrong uh, only won once. Well, that's true. that's true. Okay, so
2: Peter Sagan takes a win. Michael Matthews doesn't even make the podium. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. Let's just kinda... be
1: let's be happy that this race wasn't in America because he would be on the wide angle podium.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would be. And then in the women's uh, road race, we have Amelie Diedrichsen of Denmark over Kirsten Wilde. And uh, Lada Lapiso of Finland, who by far has the best national championship jersey out there in the peloton. So you, mm-hmm. the women's race, um, a little surprising in that you don't have the big names that we know so well. Lindsay mm-hmm. Armistead mm-hmm. and uh, Marianne Voss, uh, Megan Garnier, um, kind of crazy. Uh, Amber Nieben did win the women's time trial from the U.S., so that is a a, a great result for the yeah. uh, the U.S. women's team. So.
1: Yeah, uh, pretty that cool was to see. pretty awesome.
2: And then, of course, Evelyn Stevens won the women's time trial with the bulls Dolmans team. Um, pretty team sweet stuff, team so. time trial, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, team trials. Thank you.
1: And then, as mentioned earlier by Little Guys, alluded to, uh, Tony Martin wins the, the men's gold on clinchers.
0: <laughs> on clinchers, supposedly.
2: Uh, whatever. Uh, top uh, uh, American in the men's road uh, race, 43rd place, Taylor Finney. He Pretty was good. The top
0: American in the time trial too.
1: Pretty solid. Um,
0: you yeah, guys. No hope.
1: Peter Sagan back to back. Did you expect that?
2: I no. was no. When I, mean I looked, I on, thought
0: it was possible. But yeah,
2: when I looked on the Twitters today and I saw Peter Sagan won, I was like, "Wow, that's so impressive."
1: Do you guys? My follow up question then is. Does his decision to not do the Olympic road race does that look different to you now that he won worlds?
2: It does because Greg Van Amirat got tenth in the men's road race today. Right.
1: Peaked too early or couldn't hold a peak that long or whatever. You know, I think
2: it tells you that
1: you know I like, think it's always
2: easy to armchair a quarterback. Yeah. But uh Peter Sagan can do what he wants to do. Yeah. Um and he probably enjoyed the Olympic Village more than most of us would, and uh, I don't think he really cared at all about uh, the road race. No, I think I it, was I mean, it was a good
0: decision. I mean, this was a better course than Olympic. Well, right, for him. and but and at the end of the for day, for like,
1: Greg. what's more important, being a world champion or being an Olympic champion? Like,
0: well, but but being a being world champion twice in a row has a certain
1: oh yeah, you
0: know what I mean, like. Obviously, being Olympic champion is a big deal, but if you're twice in a row, that's it's a dynasty, you know.
1: No, it's true, and I'm I'm really I'm really happy that he won. Like I couldn't ask for a better. Like we had a great world champion this year. Like he is outgoing, he's media friendly, he's like a superstar. He won races. He has a whole ton of character. You know what I mean? But at the same time, yeah, yeah, he mountain bikes like. (laughs) Can I we... would have I would have been happy with anyone on that podium being a world champion today. Like I, I would have kind
0: of been annoyed with Cavendish.
1: I would have been fine with it. He's been so much uh, better since he won the first time.
0: I mean, it Here. would have been nice for dimension data. That yeah. would have been cool. Yeah, yeah cuz they yeah, need we... all the help that they can get. But here's well, the Okay. Here's the
2: bigger thing, guys. A year ago, we were in Richmond, Virginia,
0: yep. watching we the world
2: championships, having a great live show. An amazing crowd throughout the entire Ross. city oh
1: yeah was and for the was, race
2: the entire city was all about the race yeah mm-hmm. it was unbelievable and this seems like a major letdown of our world championships that no one cared it was like the citizens of qatar could give a rats about at all this world yeah. championships like it yeah. was a major money grab and it was depressing The only good to come out of it was that the world championships in, like, 2019 were awarded to England because you're sitting there going, like, yeah, they're probably going to get a pretty good crowd to show up for that. Like, it was
0: depressing. Well, where's next year? Next year's Denmark, right? I thought it was Norway. 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 They'll have a good crowd. Okay. Exactly.
1: I I have a conspiracy theory here. Doha was horrible. Do you guys want to hear this?
0: Yeah, I want to hear a conspiracy theory. Next
1: year, Norway World Championships... You know who finished in 16th place?
0: Oh, my God. Did he?
1: It was a What's Norwegian. It was a Norwegian. Bos-
0: Bosenhagen?
1: No, no, no. Not a Norwegian anyone's ever heard of.
2: Oh, like, really? An up-and-coming,
1: brand-new, out of the U23 ranks. Uh, uh, let's see. His name is uh, Trolls? Trolls Engen Korseth. I don't his know. His name is, his I name is that. I cared... Yeah, it's... <laughs> T-R-U-L-S. Oh, Trolls? You're Maybe fucking trools. making
0: that up. I'm going to cycling stats right now to figure yeah.
1: this. Now, but the Norwegian in 16th place is definitely a harbinger for a win yeah. in Norway for Norway. Whether it's him or somebody else, I don't know. But That's uh, a pretty
2: good result. for What's his name? Trolls what?
1: Like, what course, team is he of on? He's on Joker. Oh... Ooh,
0: that's uh... Yeah, check that out. Trolls. Trolls the Ingen corset. Corseth.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Whoa, Canadian in 15th place, Ryan Roth. Who the heck's that, you guys?
1: See, I have, uh, I have a... Uh, um, uh, I'm host housing this weekend for uh, Michael Vandenham for Gloucester, uh, the cross race that's happening uh, nearby. And is he, he was... out there right now? Yeah. Is he in yeah, the yeah. house right now? He's in the house Wait. right now. Why is, is he, he not on the, pod- is he on the podcast?
0: Is he is fast? Is he fast? Is well, he, he he
1: was second today in Gloucester. Jeez, so. Timmy, who is um, this? What's his name? <laughs> do we do a cycling podcast with this guy, Spencer? Yeah, maybe not for long. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he was very excited because he thought maybe the Canadian was sixteenth place, and he, he, oh. he wanted to let me know right away that he thought maybe a Canadian got sixteenth place. So, it was not this guy good. rides for
0: Silver? What the hell is Silver? That's an awesome result if, for a guy that rides The other team awesome over.
2: result was a guy from Dimension Data from Aratea, Nathaniel Bernay. Like, that's got to be the highest place Aratean uh, at the World Championships
0: ever. Where is he? 13th I can't. place? Which place? 13th. 13th,
1: yeah.
2: Four oh, yeah. Data. Like, that's a pretty impressive finish.
1: Yeah. yeah. I got to say, um, I'm pretty impressed with Nazzello in fifth place. I thought Viviani would be up there. He looked uh, like he wasn't quite... Wasn't quite there. Um, but yeah, man. Sagan. Unbeatable, yeah. right? Like so, That was a straight-up horsepower sprint with all the best sprinters in the world going for it on peak form. And he won. And everybody says he's not a pure sprinter anymore. Now what do we do?
0: So You can't do anything. Okay, conspiracy
1: theory. Mountains.
2: Mountains. How important is it to have Peter Sagan as your world champion? Super oh, important. I mean, it's pretty important. Like, Enough that the other teams are like, "Hey, man, I'll give you a few grand if you don't do it." I mean, no,
1: you know. I mean, I think Cavendish and Boonen were going for. You know, the only thing maybe better than Sagan winning is Boonen winning, because holy shit, that would be amazing. Yeah, but that would have been right something up there. About, yeah,
2: I mean, I I think we all agree that it, the only thing better than Sagan winning would be Tom Boonen. I don't think any <laughs> of us want Cavendish to win the title. Sagan would be amazing, which it is. It's been a great year to see him out there. And the best part is now that he's the world champion, you know Team Bora is gonna be in every single grand tour. Mm-hmm. Like there's they're constantly gonna get a wild card. It doesn't matter anymore. Well, Tom Boonin yeah. would have been pretty awesome.
1: I mean, I, I think uh I think Bora will probably get their their license for the world tour. Dimension Dad has gotta be pretty pissed that they came in second, because they oh. might not get their license. We'll see. I'm. I also have a feeling that UCI will magically make an extra license appear. Yeah, right? yeah. like each just like, oh, like, there's. Oh, yeah. yeah, they they usually sort of somehow that just sort of works out. Dep- doesn't really matter what the w- rules say. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so, that's yeah. kind we'll of the see. way cycling works. Did I kind of want to? I don't. All right, no, this is a lie. I don't want to go back and watch the race anymore in depth. But I do kind of want to know if Nick do- Dougal Dougal. Dougal from South Africa, and uh, the guy from Eritrea, whose name I will mess up, because they're both on Dimension Data. And so mm-hmm. Cavendish had some friendly firepower in that group, and those mm-hmm. guys had to have been looking around mean like, we're the guys who weren't supposed to be here.
1: You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, we
0: made this split. So I wonder how much Cavendish looked over at them and was like, dude, c- come, come on. on. Come on, come on, we need this. Think the how team helpful this would be to the team, you know, like... Mm-hmm. So I wonder if he got a few friendly pushes and pulls and whatnot. I mean,
2: guys, I have to be honest. It was great to see Marcotte taking the start line for United States. I know it's hot. I know it's a hard race. But is that really the best we can do is only have one finisher in Taylor Finney? Marcotte didn't finish. I mean, Chad Haga, Marcotte didn't finish. I yeah. mean, Alexi Vermeulen didn't finish. I mean, I don't know, guys. It's a little depressing, and I know I'm going to sound like a a nationalist here. A uh, I don't even know the word, but a Moroccan finished over a U.S. guy? Come on, man. The best the U.S. can do (laughs) is... The word
0: would probably be racist, but...
2: Well, I don't think that's the... uh, No. Like, (laughs) okay, Jurij Sagan, Sagan's little brother, finished in front of any American. Right there. Like, come on, we've got to have a better racer here. No. (laughs) And that has nothing to do with being a racist. It's I'll like, come on, America. Are we anything. can at least get a top
0: 15. Roth, Ryan not... Ross
2: from Canada in front of us? Who is that? We're not built
0: for the classics. Like, as a nation, we are it about time like... trials and consistency over three weeks. That's our thing. That's how, how we won World War II with time
1: trials. That's true. Time trials were key. Guys. And the, British, do you think... the British are also very good at time trials. So yeah. That, that was really what it came down to. What? Okay, this Ryan Ross. The I got to say good. Ryan Ross
2: pretty cool cuz he won Trobro Leon. But after that, I mean,
1: that guy... after that, 15th in <laughs> world. Okay, I guess I guess that's pretty awesome. That guy I know <laughs> I horrible,
2: right. but is the best yeah. really that American can do is 43rd place?
1: It looks like,
2: uh, like a sca- let, me, let me let to me let s- that we have. Let like... me
1: scan the results. Let me scan. Uh yeah, yeah, that's the best we can do. <laughs> but here's the thing
2: countries in front of us that I'm a little surprised are better than us. Um, All of them. Yeah,
1: okay. I know. We get Tom it. 10, we Rob, get it. Sure. You're America. Aritea. Go America. We get it, Tim. We get it.
2: Slovakia?
0: Dude, I'm, You're making I'm not things surprised up. that Slovakia is better than us.
2: Well, yeah. I am surprised that I'm not surprised Sagan's better than us, but Michael <laughs> Kolar who
1: is Michael Kolar? He's, he's a the, beast. He's the lead you, out man. Come on. Yeah. Do you remember Do you
0: remember in the tour when the tour Sagan looked over at a teammate Argentina? and said, Come on, guys. let's ride off the front. That yeah. was Michael Kolar. How is yeah. Norway better than us in road? Like, they don't even have summer. They've they been better than us for a long time. Yeah. Thor, Kristoff. They create...
1: They've got so many dudes that are better than us. Him. Those guys he, are gods. How? Yeah.
2: Uh those Norway had four finishers. Norway had four finishers in front of Taylor Finney.
1: Alright, you're man, surprised that your Norway
0: reign. Norway a team that has Bossen Hogan and Kristoff. You're surprised that they did better than us in a flat windy classic. Just because they're Norwegian? Those guys have been at the top of the sport for like ten years.
2: I'm just surprised. I'm not like trying to be a hater, guys. I'm just
1: We sent we sent a team of like scrawny little dudes. We did. Those
0: dudes didn't even want to be there.
1: Aside from Marcotte, who's kind of a big dude, but he hasn't yeah. he hasn't raced I, like with those. I'm guys super yet.
2: stoked that Marcotte was able to go. Like, it's not like a diss. It's
0: just it's he's a never little surprising. ridden that far in one day, probably.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: I mean, that's like there's no that's like four American races. It's in like the day. U.S.
1: Crit National Champion, like not not the 250k <laughs> National Champion. No, anymore. we had another American finish. Robin Carpenter. Yeah, there you go.
0: He's the last place finisher, and the last finisher in fifty third. He finished with some other English speakers, so they could all talk to each other for a while. Oh fuck yeah. with Mitch Docker, with me, Mitch Docker. Do do do. <laughs> you guys been listening to that podcast? I haven't listened to that thing for a while. That's a good podcast. It's not like this crap. Everybody, go go listen to Mitch Docker's podcast just for the intro. Oh, it's so good. Do it again. Oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> it's like he's like you're listening to whatever it's called i don't remember what it's called life in the peloton with me mitch docker <laughs> i love it he has some good interview with matthew Heyman though after rube which is totally worth um digging into all
1: right i'll have to check that out
0: Well, hey there, all you hosers. This is Manitoba Mike Vandenham from Canada, and uh, you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast,
1: eh?
2: I have to admit, we're a little disappointing on my end, and maybe that's just because I'm an American, and I want the U.S. to do well. It was yeah. a little disappointing.
0: Well, they were, because they were boring, and nobody watched them. I just watched, I mean, I just watched the highlights. You looked at I'm Twitter. excited for...
2: it's The heat the heat, like the, the some of the photos that were coming out of riders hanging out in trash bins full of ice um, was pretty impressive some of the jersey technology that was going into the auto cooled jerseys that had uh, built in like cooling compartments was pretty amazing that i saw mm-hmm. out there it was definitely a different environment than most people are used to and that was pretty cool but other than that it was I w- I was not amped about this the way that I was with Richmond World Championships last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I was That's much more saying. excited to watch cross races on the internet this week and stuff weekend than that. So
1: yeah, yeah, I was I was much more excited to go attend to cross races. So
0: um, yeah, Spencer, how was Gloucester?
1: It was pretty good, I gotta say. Um, the racing, you know, the weather. Was still sunny and nice. It uh, it didn't rain or anything like that. But they moved Gloucester back into October. It's usually in September. Um, yeah. So uh, so it was a little cooler. It wasn't eighty degrees. It was like sixty degrees, and that was pretty nice. It was windy,
2: and and it wasn't like a dust bowl or anything. Yeah, it always looks like a dust yeah. bowl.
1: It was a little dusty, but not as bad as normal, I think. Um, but yeah, good racing, good courses. The uh, second day course was definitely. A step up. Um, they found some new little sections to uh, to throw in at uh, at the racers and make it a little more challenging. Um, day one is relatively wide open and fast, but it's like the course is really rocky, so it's like you still have to pay attention. It's not like a total crit on grass or gravel or whatever, but yeah, it was. A- so.
2: One of the things I saw on the internet um, from afar, you were living it, was that Stephen Hyde did not race this weekend. Mm -hmm. And there was a little, like, I don't know, there was a comment that I saw, like, Ben Burdine was a former cross, I don't know if he was world champion, but he was definitely up there. And he was like, oh, Americans, like, taking a week (laughs) off. And and Stephen Hyde left a comment that was very focused on, well, yeah, I got to take time off because... I'm always racing against people that always seem to be in peak condition and was pretty much like alluding, like shots fired a little bit here on the, I don't know. I well, read it as like an attack on doping culture. Was I wrong?
0: Hmm. Really? I mean. Who's he throwing shade at in the American scene?
2: I don't think it was showing at an American scene. I didn't take no. it as an American scene. I he's took it
0: at, as like, he it at the Euros when he goes over there. He's throwing at the Euros. Yes.
1: And I mean, those guys race um, every weekend. I mean, I mean Burden Burden himself, like he's won a World Cup. You know, he won Coxida, yeah. but uh, very shady circumstances. Then, then yes. he got he got suspended. So, you know, he's a super nice dude. He's atoned for his sins for all my, you know, you know, for all practical yeah. purposes or whatever. Yeah, it was a long time um, ago. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, he's just kind of one of those dudes. who's like work hard every day you know and uh you kind of i think he was just poking fun uh but maybe there's more to it and uh steven was like yeah well i don't get start money and you know these guys are always good so i gotta be as good as i can be yeah and that's that's that he was just but not, so you he was it, not taking so she read
2: it a little bit less less throwing shade than i did
1: maybe well i think he was still like poking poking at him for sure but a little bit more like uh well, you know, it is, you, you do what you do, and I'll do what I do. How about that? It is a
2: little, um, here in the U.S., they don't get the start money that they do in Europe. So it makes sense. Like, I think that's a very good argument that Stephen makes, right? Like, the start money is a very important thing over here, and it's a concept that a lot of the fans, I believe, here in the U.S. don't understand, that start money is what really drives the series over there, right? Like, that's how they get all of the top yeah. individuals at all the races especially yeah. outside the World cups
1: yes um yeah definitely. if you're a, if you're a c1 race in belgium uh there's another c1 race in france and there's another c1 race in switzerland and there's another one you know what i mean like how do you get the best of the best at your race while well, you pay them to show up you know so that's part of but their yeah. income so
2: do they get prize money also like you pay them to yeah. show up oh, yeah. and
1: yeah oh yeah
0: yeah but, you know, you still got, like, a, like, Vanderpool's taking days off all the time.
1: Yeah. There's a great book um, that uh, Jeff Proctor wrote. He used to run the, uh, the U.S. camps over there in, in Belgium for other up-and-comers. Uh, Bjorn Sealander went to one, uh, as you guys are well aware. Um, but he wrote a book about Sven Nice called Behind the Stair, which you can check out. It talks a lot about the start money and how much it is and, how he had to try and get start money for all the Americans that were going over and stuff like that, like, and how hard it was and like how it just made everything possible. Basically. It's, it's pretty rad. Um, yeah. And I'll plug, uh, consummate athlete podcast has a, uh, bonus episode up interview with Jeff Proctor, the author of that book. So if you are a member of the wide angle podium, you should check out that interview.
0: Yeah, it was a good book. I, you loaned it to me at one point. It was interesting.
1: Yeah. It's rad. It's a, it's a fascinating read. You learn so much about Cross. Um, but, yeah, Gloucester, uh, very good, very fun, very fast. Um, Curtis White dominating the men's races both days. Both days? Yes, both days. And- Ellen Noble won on uh, Saturday, didn't show up on Sunday, and Helen Wyman took the win uh, on Sunday.
2: So. Nice. Nice. Can I ask a little bit about Curtis White? I'm not very familiar with him other than my experience with Curtis White is that he's Stephen Hyde's teammate. Um, he's beaten Stephen mm-hmm, Hyde yep. in a few races. Mm-hmm. Is What's what's his age? Is he younger than Stephen Hyde, older? Um, what mm. kind of competition is he up racing against right now? I mean, is he a future candidate he's... of U.S.? Like, should we start riding that bandwagon the way people have the Stephen Hyde bandwagon, or yeah, is he still he's, not there yet?
1: He's younger. He's on the come up. Uh, I think he's still U twenty three at this point. Um, he may, I think he's still U twenty three. He may, yeah, like maybe his last year. Um, uh, but yeah, he's he's definitely a legit bike racer. He should be, he should definitely be in the top five at any C one on any given day, regardless of who shows up.
2: Here in the U S. So be better yeah. than Driscoll and all that, or is he in that level like the, with He's Driscoll. on par
1: with all those guys. Yeah.
2: Okay, so well, I mean, Driscoll's. Is we know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> but he comes from but, a deep family of cyclocross. Like, uh, uh, there, there, all the whites are out there. You know, Emma White. So put
2: on your prog-
0: prognostic. No, it's cap. true. I went to a cross race today. It was all whites.
1: That's terrible.
0: So put on your prog-
2: That's comedy gold. Put on your progress- <laughs> prognostication cap. Is, is white going to be the first um, American world champion in cyclocross, or is it going to be like a hide, or is there someone like mm-hmm. neither? I guess what I'm asking is world is this...
1: champion. I don't know. Yeah, man. I mean,
2: I guess that ultimately that's what we really care about, right? Is having an American being a competitive in the World Cup. And
1: no, I think, question I, think is... I think the first and... question is who is going to dethrone Jeremy Powers as national champion, if anyone?
2: And who do you think it will be?
1: I don't know. I mean, he pretty maybe handily... Hyde. Everybody thought Hyde might do it last year, and uh, it sure didn't work out that way. So
2: so is there, a, is there someone that maybe... So Jonathan Page would always be in the U.S. Or, sorry, in Europe, yeah. where he got second place at a World Championships. I think a lot of people forget about that. That yeah. The highest place finisher that we've ever had in a World Championships, besides the guy that won the junior World Championships years ago... Uh, uh it was it has a name Eric Kelly. Matt Kelly. Matt Kelly. Thank you. So who's gonna be the the next Amer- is it gonna be Alan Noble? Like is it is it on the women's side or is it the men's side? Is it Katie Compton? Like who do it's we need on the
0: women's side for sure. It is so we are sure. gonna be on
1: the women's so side.
0: Many yeah. I mean, uh Anthony got fourth at the super prestige this weekend, you know, like today. So like I just we're so much we're so much stronger on the women's side. Yeah. So the thing is, the
2: women's side is what's gonna get us the uh, rainbow stripes for the nation. I mean, that's yeah,
0: pretty because cool. I mean, we've already got like Katie Compton's there, Anthony's there. Like, we've already got people that are knocking mm-hmm. on the door.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And now with the on the American side, we have Powers and Hyde in the both in the top fifteen as far as like points. So they're in the at least the front two rows of the start mm-hmm. of a nice. race. Um, and then Curtis White's gotta be starting to rack him up pretty soon here, right? Like I mean he's gotta be on
0: our world level, no? I don't know if, I mean I, I guess that's he's... the thing. I don't know if he's running U twenty three. Okay. So, at that level. Spencer, do you know?
1: I I think he's still U twenty three. Yeah, uh, i feel I'll like have to he's... do some googling, but I'm pretty sure.
2: Okay, I was I mean, I was just curious as far as like the whole like the hierarchy. So Curtis White, that's pretty awesome to see him doing so well. I guess I don't know enough about him um, to get super excited where it's like Stephen Hyde. There's just some kind of.
0: There's there's a backstory.
2: There's the backstory and, you know. Powers taking him into the jam funds and all of that and helping him out. And there's like that internal like competition, which is really great because they're friendly, but it's you know, oh man, that really drives it. And then all of a sudden, Curtis White comes out of nowhere. It's kind of exciting to me from a a, a fan on the periphery.
0: So, all right. Did you? So you guys didn't see the Super Prestige and watch the the awesome Wout Vanderpool battle today?
1: No, I <laughs> no. was uh, I was driving out to the races, working DJ. the pits hard in the for the women's three race, and uh, just kind of enjoying the Ryan Kelly announcing all day long. So that was my so. Day. Was,
2: I heard. I heard Ryan Kelly was crushing it at Gloucester, and not allowing podium bikes.
1: He is All crushing right. it, and he did shut down a podium bike. Uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty rad. Like on the microphone, I'm like nope, nope, that no bikes allowed up here. Got to take that away. <laughs> it was pretty nice. good. So I'm
0: gonna have to get ready for that next weekend, with the with the velocross. Get my my stern podium.
1: Oh yeah, you guys are promoting a race right, next yeah. weekend. That's right. Next no. weekend, I'll be there.
2: Little guy, this is a um, Cross very important to us, and because we, we help put it on. But another thing that's important to individuals from Minneapolis is the bicycling magazine uh, rankings.
0: Yeah, we're down and, this which year. Recently here.
2: came out, and let's just go through the top ten. So number okay. ten, you got Boulder, Colorado. Eh. Not really sure, surprising. I probably. mean, you know, it's the home of Tom Danielson and, <laughs> uh, you know, other big, famous big cyclists. Yeah. So pretty cool. Uh, ninth place you have, Washington, D.C. Kind of a little strange, but it is the home of our Dude. friend, the podcast, and fellow Wide Angle Podium member, Crosshairs Radio. Washington, D.C., a lot of sharrows all over the the roads there in D.C.
0: Now, this morning, I was working on my bike trying to get my headset tight in time to go to the race, and I was listening To NPR and National Public Radio this morning had a story about how riding in DC, riding your bike in DC is terrible, and everybody rides on the sidewalk because it's too dangerous to ride in the streets. And then I open, see this bicycle magazine thing, and say, Oh, yeah, totally. I bet they're ninth when an outlet that doesn't spend a lot of time on bike car interactions um, is like, Let's do like a five minute piece on this, how terrible it is.
2: DC is pretty bad to ride a bike in the time that I've ridden there. There's lots of potholes everywhere. I think it's because the U.S. government doesn't give them enough of a budget to operate. Um, you know, the whole setup in D.C. seems a little weird. Eighth place, Cambridge. Spencer, how's Cambridge for riding a bike? Is it better than Boston?
1: Uh, Cambridge is um, pretty good whenever it's not, I don't know, daylight or rush hour or <laughs> a, a day that ends in Y or... Um, Mm. when you're not on a main street or you don't need to go to any sort of area of commerce uh, or if you can avoid all streets altogether. There's a few paths that are pretty nice. You
2: don't don't agree with number eight ranking of Cambridge, Massachusetts.
1: Well, based on where Minneapolis is, I'm going to say that's a little generous for Cambridge, yeah. Yeah. So seventh place
2: is uh, good old Austin, Texas. And, of course, we know Austin, Texas is important because of the tree huggers and the amazing – Psychocross National Championships that was held there,
0: and Lance Austin is Armstrong. so chill. There's no way it can be that low. It has to be like in the top three. It's just so chill. There's no way. Now, number six, Minneapolis.
2: That's, yeah. a, that's a little hurt to civic pride, little guy. Um, yeah. Are you a little bullshit. surprised by Minneapolis falling off to yeah, uh, sixth
0: place? That's bullshit. I'm going to go paint some sharrows on my street tonight <laughs> to see if we can bump us up to fifth or something with that. This, now the whole rankings annoying to me, but anyway, go on.
2: The, the entire ranking system. Fifth place, Seattle. Can't say I'm very yeah, surprised. Um, Seattle just seems to be like. But if Seattle's in fifth place, you know that um, in like in the top four have to be Portland. Now fourth place is New York City, which I think is a little ridiculous. I oh, mean, no. riding over the Brooklyn Bridge, sure, that's kind of horrible. And then you got the West Side Highway, but there's. You know, I mean, sure, maybe riding in Central Park and Times Square, no, but no, it's no, a no. horrible place like, to ride. Riding, not-
1: riding around New York City, like, is fine. Like, it's so much better than it used to be with these paths that they've got, and it's – a lot of them are protected, and they've – I'm I'm pretty impressed. Like, I rode – when I was there for Red Hook, I rode my fixed-gear bicycle around with no brakes and I had, oh my no, God. I had no drama, like no worries. I wasn't in traffic. It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. you
0: get like mad and throw your bike or something?
1: No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> you know, and I've only been to New York twice um, with a bicycle. And uh, once I was terrified and once I had a totally fine time. And they were about 10 years apart. So, mm-hmm. right. so, so they've. I've been in
2: New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. I mean, I rode Central Park. I didn't get in the top eight hundred in one of the Strava KOMs. Uh, it was <laughs> there's a lot of people that ride bikes there. Westside Highway, lots of people to wave to, but you know, I could I could wave to everybody. It was it felt good when I was riding along. Um, number three on the list, Portland, Oregon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you know they're going to be up there.
2: You know they're going to be up there. I'm a little surprised that they beat out Minneapolis. Number two, San Francisco. Which yeah, I can't believe because our friend of the podcast, Randall Deedle, yeah, tweets so much about the horror that is of riding in San Francisco and the cable car tracks and just the it's pretty random, bad.
0: the random the cable people car to... tracks. Like, what are you gonna do? I felt I thought riding in San Francisco was all right, but it was a long time ago, I guess. So.
1: Yeah, now anyway. I, think, I think there's more cars and more chaos than there ever has yeah. been.
0: Well, there weren't smartphones. Everyone's probably just looking at their smartphone now.
1: Yeah. So. Everybody's gotta catch and, the Pokemon, you know?
0: Number one
2: God, in the bicycling magazine rankings. Number one in the bicycling magazine rankings is the wonderful city of Chicago, Illinois. Bullshit. <laughs> it's totally ridiculous. As God. someone that has ridden in Chicago oh. several times,
1: that, that, that that's
0: a ridiculous Tip- ranking. I don't Correct. want to do anything in Chicago.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, but weren't you a bike messenger in Chicago? I was for about two weeks,
2: and then I decided to start bagging groceries. Do you guys remember <laughs> what I said, bagging groceries? for Yeah, a day?
0: I remember that. That was, that was I like hearing uh, about that. Was
2: that my up, my career in... career in Chicago was a
0: little light. Yeah. God, I wish so badly I could have come in and bought like a, just like cans and made you bag it, <laughs> and then like pick the bag up like loosely by the edges and just have it rip and be like uh boy Sorry. come here you ruined my bag that may have been the worst day of work
2: i ever had that was the year i remember sarah and i living in chicago and i got all my w2s or whatever and i had like nine different ones
0: <laughs> from, all your from two day different day career jobs.
2: companies yeah there was it was a pretty bad uh, yeah bad but job.
0: what what are you biking in chicago i mean come on really i think biking in chicago is horrible
2: i think that it is um a disaster it's yeah, the, the bike improve, lanes the I bike suppose. lanes is just like oh it's a double park lane like
1: there's no well welcome to boston and everywhere else that has traffic like come on of course they're double they're double park yeah. lanes like you gotta separate them you gotta put the concrete pylons up or something um and not just a little flex posts like get serious but i do think while chicago is a fairly terrible city and i can't seem to figure out how to navigate it whenever i'm there and it's way too big. It's just a grid. It, it's made for cycling. Like it it, it Well, it's flat. You it's can say flat. that about it. The streets going straight lines, like Well then and, Gainesville
0: should be higher on the list.
1: And they seem to be doing a lot with the bike lanes and with everything there. Like so I don't know, like but but kinda, I think there for, should be. T- I think I range. think it's not that they're the best in the country. I think it's that they're the yeah. most improved, right?
0: Well, so I think they need to name two rankings because when this comes out, I feel like a lot of non-bike people are like, "Oh, Chicago is great for bikes," and we should say right. mo. We should have two lists. We should have most improved, right, and actually best yeah. place to ride because there's no way in hell that like it's more pleasant to ride your bike in Chicago than like Madison, Wisconsin or Minneapolis or Minneapolis. There's no way Chicago would have to, well, they have to do a lot of things, but (laughs) it's just, this is not possible. Like there's no way any day of the week I would go ride around like some of these other places. Um, and it would just be a very non stressful experience Mm -hmm. compared to like riding in Chicago. You should
1: move to Austin. Yeah, that sounds
0: all right, man. Good weather, Uh, pretty chill. Loved it there. I'm with you, little guy.
2: Because what's crazy is how much the fluctuation of rankings. So Gainesville, Florida, I think ended up at 29th this year.
1: Last year was like
2: 58th, and they just move around. Well, it has really high um, bike commuter rate. Like, so if you look at the the census, I mean, it's, it's like one of the highest percentages in the southeast. So it makes sense. I will admit that I was a little surprised that Louisville, Kentucky was so low because they finally finished the bridge that crosses Did they? the yeah. river. That's that amazing.
1: That's
2: like six Uh-oh. years for that bridge to be. To God, cross I really
0: want river. to go on that bridge. Every time yeah. we went to that race, I would want to go that bridge. And you go down there and then you just couldn't get on it still. <laughs> Ugh, that's a bummer. I mean, Louisville, it's good, but it's a bummer because we... I can't ride on it
1: we discussed Louisville a long time ago on one of the earlier podcasts, like probably still in the, in the low, you know, twenties Comple- or something,
2: completely underrated city,
1: completely underrated city. Like they have a permanent cyclocross park. They have underground cave mountain bike park built yeah, into yeah. a in the cave. Summer. That's insane. Yeah. And, and now they
2: have a bridge across the river and violated. they have a bridge
1: over to Lexington or wherever it goes. Yeah. Uh, which it's is, a,
0: it's a really cool bridge or it's somewhere huge. in
1: Indi- Indiana, Indiana. No, Ohio. No, it's, Ohio? It, no, there, it's, it's Indiana,
0: it? Indiana. Indiana. It is, okay. is it Lexington? No, it's not Lexington. It's is not. It? It's like Johnson,
1: Johnsonville.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got a lot of brats over there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did somebody say Johnsonville brats? <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is Newburgh, a great, got a great podcast, brats. Guys, anyway, We do a good anyways, job with the, this.
2: <laughs> the bicycling magazine rankings are out. Let us know what you feel. But Chicago taking the number one ranking. Yeah. <laughs> Screams of Chicago corruption
1: and then they, just...
2: they, they found a way into the bicycling magazine editorial yeah. office to be like hey give us the number one rahm emanuel is writing the checks to be the number one bike city because it's a good like it's improved from when i was yeah. there riding a bike but it's not better than riding a bike in portland or seattle or minneapolis or boulder mm.
1: it's probably better than boston
2: definitely better than boston Do you
1: think from so? what i heard
2: I heard Boston's pretty horrible. Yeah, it's, I hear
0: things.
1: It's not I've great. never ridden
0: a bike in Chicago, I have to admit. I have ridden a bike in Boston and Cambridge, and that was fine. It wasn't, like, like no. the safest thing ever, but it wasn't.
2: I wouldn't say that I've ridden out. a bike in Chicago, little guy.
0: I would say that I've won alley cats in Chicago. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can say yeah. that all you want, but we don't believe yeah, you. you. You
0: can say that. I can say a I lot got of a things. the bag too. to prove it. You have uh, a, that's you true. Have a bag?
1: You do you have the cutting crew bag? Don't you? Uh, yeah. I have
2: the uh the terror trials bag. Terror that's right. trials. That's what it was. I forgot about that bag.
0: Man, I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, don't worry. I'll bring it to the next race. We go two together. <laughs> all right. Did you just like pack some stuff into it for your big move?
2: Yeah, you know, big move coming up. I'm getting ready. I'm going to have quite the bike room, gentlemen. And um, I'm still looking for the tandem bike that we've discussed. So if anybody has a Schwinn twin that is not in Louisville, Kentucky, a little <laughs> bit closer to uh, the southeastern U.S., I'll, I'd be all about it. People can always email us the suggestions to uh, the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. That would help us find some correct bikes. But uh, that's where I'm at with it. You know, I'm just... Just seeing what's out there, and right now, not very many tandems in the, uh, the Orlando area.
0: <laughs> cool. Uh, this is Stephen Hyde with CannondaleCyclocrossWorld.com, and you are listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Well, dude, do you have anything else you want to talk about other than Peter Sagan taking the victory, huh?
0: Mm. I think... That's that's the weekend. Well, with that,
2: it's the weekend bikes, and we'd like to thank everyone for listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Always email us at the slowridepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at the Pod. That's where we're at. Join the community. It's great times. Okay. I ran across a bike rider today, guys, or on Saturday saying, Hey, you know what? I really like the intro and outro music of your podcast. So I find myself whistling it in the office. And I told him, BK1 of Rhyme Sayers Entertainment gave us permission for that pod, or for that music for our podcast. You should go buy his album, Radio de Cannibal, on the Rhyme Sayers Entertainment album. So with that, I got... It's pretty good. Did I nail it? Yeah. You,
1: oh, you almost nailed it, Tim. I, yeah, I, I want to say one special P.S. to our, our podcast, I forgot to mention. I tried out something new from Gloucester this weekend, and I periscoped the first two laps of the race live, uh, the women's race on Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. It's archived up on our Twitter, so you can go like watch the first two laps and watch me wandering around the uh, the pro tents uh, area mm-hmm. and trying to stalk uh, Dan Chabanoff, fan of the pod. I uh, couldn't find him. Um, but uh, go check it out. We had like 120 people like watching after I randomly was like, I think I'm going to tweet this or I think I'm going to try this. And, uh, yeah, so some people got to enjoy it. If you haven't seen it, go dig it up. Yeah, I think it went pretty well. Maybe I'll try and do that from DCCX as well next weekend.
2: That'd be great. And then uh, speaking of DCCX, the promoter of that event is from Crosshairs Radio, a fellow member of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Check out WideAnglePodium.com for all of our favorite podcasts that have come together. And if you want to become a member, you can, where you get bonus material and other great uh, goodies, including water bottles and fantastic stuff, depending on the level of which support you are. Six great podcasts, the, the Consummate Athlete, we have the Crosshairs Radio, Kids Don't Follow, The Adam Meyerson Podcast, which is great, and The Working Man's Honest Bicycle Program. And uh, with that, make sure you always wave at your fellow cyclists. I was double hand-waving all weekend, guys, so I am feeling great.
0: No.
1: And Do man, you- are my arms tired. The Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
2: Boy, am I, hey, did I tell you guys God about my amazing ride today when I attacked at the end of the ride and I bridged across something so amazing that the only rider that could pull that off was the gorgeous George Hincappy? Oh,
1: beautiful. <laughs>